Yeah, we're live. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Tuesday, May 17th edition of the MAOB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. I'm joined by my co-host here Monday, Tuesdays, every uh, week, Marcel, 5 p.m. Eastern and 11 p.m. Dutch time. I'm here with Big Marcel. What's going on, man? Hey, what's up, man? I'm looking forward to this one. I think, to be honest, uh, yesterday was one of our better podcasts, man, about uh, uh, the judging and the refereeing. You know, I I, I loved it, man. Just speak I think your mind, was... as always, Marcel. Like, I always encourage you, speak your mind, my friend. You know, like, you're, you have a, you know, you're a very respected guy, and I respect what you have to say. People do, too. And if we can make it entertaining, it's even better, right? So that's yeah, the way you do sure. it. Look at some guys in the chat. What's going on, Steve? Glenn, what's up, man? Now, UFC flight news. Um, Was there anything, anything for, for UFC uh, London uh, fight news-wise? Nothing for London so far. No. Okay, so I just want to start the show. Like, okay, let me just say, obviously today we're doing UFC Vegas 55 home VR preview, but we'll preview every fight in the card. We'll talk a little bit about Eagle FC 47, Marcel, that's taking place this weekend. I don't see the odds yet, but, you know, maybe they'll pop up during the show. That'd be awesome. Um, and then I just want to start, Marcel, because I know you broke some news today. So go ahead, Marcel. Uh, what fight did you break today? Yeah, bro, fucking finally you're breaking again. Um, September 10th. That's actually a new event, wasn't announced yet. It's a fight night, and um, Daniel Zellhuber is going to make his uh, UFC debut, undefeated Mexican guy, and he's fighting Trey Ogden, who's uh, making his second appearance in the UFC. Yeah, it's a pretty good fight. I mean, Zellhuber's good, man. He looked great on the Contender Series, and yeah. I mean, it's, it should be a pretty competitive fight, I would say. Um, the guy he fought, uh, Lucas Almeida, he's fighting soon, too. He got a fight booked as well, so... He actually won a fight outside the organization after he, right? That was the fight. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. He's, he's fighting Trezano on June 4th. Yeah, 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 exactly. So those guys are both really good, man. That's awesome, Marcel. Good job breaking that fight. Um, but anyways, yeah, so that's awesome. Got a couple other guys in the chat. Jake, what's up, man? Tristan, what's going on, man? Hey, Joe, what's up? Zone's way home from work. Dude, are you, I hope you're listening to your car. That'd be pretty awesome. I got to start. <laughs> I got to say, Marcel. So, I mean, I listen to a lot of music, but... Um, I started like listening to like more podcasts in the car recently. So like I'll listen to like James's podcast and 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 Cole's. and then this one of course you know the MLB Daily podcast, the best podcast out there. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> what's going on, Martin? Here's another. I think he's Dutch too. I think he said right. Jingliang versus Salkov. Is that is that a fight? Is that happening? Yeah, that's happening on oh, nice. July 16 or July, July 16. I think. Oh, yeah. great fight! That's a great fight. I mean, they're both good strikers. Obviously, someone probably was, getting knocked out i would say i think it was actually supposed to happen in singapore but i think jing liang couldn't do it because he had a minor injury so yeah, yeah they uh they uh rescheduled it kind of yeah. yeah we're just taking a few questions but we'll start doing the preview in a second marcel you surprised the people's made events on five rounds is that the what i think Pereira put Pons, Pons i think he means oh he's saying that fight yeah that's a great fight i'm looking forward to talking about it okay i think we should get into the preview marcel so let's start off um just give me your overall thoughts on the card ufc vegas 55 like overall what are you thinking going into it Oh, yeah, I think, listen, man, I see a lot of hate for this card online, but I think, like, there are, there are some decent fights on. Listen, I'm not really a big fan of the main event, I gotta be honest, but yeah. I think the co-main event is fire, you know? I think Jilton Almeida, one of the brightest prospects coming out of the Contender Series, it's, it's a great fighter. Really looking forward to how he does against Porter at heavyweight. Uh, this is one and done at heavyweight, what I heard. Um... And there are more. Shidi and Jokuani, his second UFC fight after the quickest knockout so far in 2022 in the UFC. So the, the, there are very fun matchups. I think the Tabata Ricci against Poliana Viana. I mean, I wouldn't have switched it for Jilton Almeida Porter on the main card, but I think it's a fun matchup. Two Brazilians looking mm -hmm. forward to it. Both very, very, uh, very good on the ground, in my opinion. Yeah. So, and you you got Vince Morales, who I really like on the preliminary card. You got Omar Morales taking on Urus Medic. So that there are fun matchups, you know. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know. Me too, man. Me too. All right, let's break it down and, now, Marcel. What are you it's, gonna not, say? it's not that fucking 4 a.m. over here this time. So that's why what I'm happy about. It's 1 a.m. the main card start time. That helps for sure. All right, let's break this card down, boys. Let's start it off. First fight of the night: Elise Reaver, Sam Hughes, women's strawweight bout. Odds right now. Least Reed is the favorite, Marcel. Uh, odds are actually getting up there now. Uh, minus 175 and Reed, plus 150 and Sam Hughes there. So start off, start off for us, Marcel. Who's your pick for the first night of the night? Um, yeah, man. I think uh, let's break it down a little bit. I think Sam Hughes had a tough 
uh, tough start in her UFC career. I think she looked pretty good against Estela Nunes last time out, you know, and she deserved the win. And for Elise Reed, she she, um, she got a split decision over Corey McKenna. I think it was a clear unanimous. I think I even had 30-27 or 29-28, but I at least had two, two rounds for her for sure. Um, she got that win over Jasmine Jasuda Vicious, but I actually think she didn't want that fight. You know what I mean? So, but it's still a win on the record, and it's a really nice win to have on your record. Um, overall, I think it's a pretty uh, evenly matched up, but I feel like Elise Reed will be a little bit more stronger. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, only based on that, because I think it's a really even matchup, I take Elise Reed via unanimous decision to win. Yeah, she is the favorite in this fight. I, I think it goes over two and a half rounds. I'll say that mm-hmm. right now. I'm pretty sure this fight goes the distance. They're not really finishers. They're both pretty durable. So I think it goes three rounds. I feel better about that than picking a side here. Having said that, Marcel, I am leaning towards the underdog here, Sam Hughes, a little bit. And I'm going to tell you the only reason why is because I think she found something in that second and third round against Nunes with the takedowns. Once she started wrestling, she was actually started having such success. And remember, she just went to a new camp, right, at Fortis. She was at some old camp for other yeah. fights. Apparently, she had a really toxic atmosphere. Like, who knows? But... All I know is she's with Save Save Saud, uh, and he's one of the best coaches, Marcel. He's he's really is a great coach, um, and I think he's going to come in here with a really good game plan for her to wrestle. Because if you look at Elise Reed in that fight, first off, the Eubanks fight, I get it. She's fighting a giant, right? I don't even look at that fight really because she's going to get taken down by most people or whoever's fighting Eubanks. But the McKenna fight, when McKenna did go for takedowns in that third round, Marcel, when she actually pushed the wrestling, she got the takedowns pretty easily. And then the fight with Jasmine, I mean, she was getting taken down in that fight, too. So I do see a weakness there on the feet. She probably is the better striker. But I, I think if Sam Hughes comes in here with a wrestling-based game plan, she can win the fight. I'm going to go with Sam Hughes to win the decision in this fight. But again, I, mean, I feel better, but over two and a half on either side. Good. I mean, Adam, I always say about Safe Saud, who doesn't want him to have in, in his corner? You know, you have these coaches are like, oh, dude, you're doing well. Keep doing what you're doing. You don't doing well. I'd rather have a coach telling me like, listen, you lazy fat fuck. You're you're behind 2-0 two, uh, two after two rounds. Go work. You want to win this fight? Go work. Win, go for that go for that win and give some good instructions. You know what I mean? But that's what I would love in my corner. So I always like say Saud is one of the realest guys. As a, as a coach in the corner, he says exactly to his fighters how it is, you know. So, do you remember when he said yeah. to, um, uh, what's that? Uh, when Chris, he fought Chris De La Roja, what's his name again? Um, heavyweight, who also fought in the UFC, big guy, what Adams? No, Rashad no, no, Col- Rashad, Rashad Colter, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he said to Colter, like, stop punching him in the, in the head. He's a big old Mexican with a big old hat. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, he's just a good coach. Like I'm just saying, like I did see an improvement there. And again, with the fight IQ, with going to the takedowns, if she stays standing and just wants to get boxed up, she'll lose the fight. Obviously, I'm just thinking she will start doing that in this fight with the wrestling. Um, so we'll see what happens. First, I think it's a really close fight, though, personally. So it is. That's why they match probably as well. Yeah. Yeah, and they I both fought recently too, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel Chase Hooper taking on Felipe Calares here, Marcel. Yeah. And the odds for this one, uh, Calares is the favorite in this fight, minus 175 and plus 155 on Chase Hooper. So what about this fight, Marcel? Who you like in this one? Yeah, bro, I still think Chase Hooper has been way to be to be way early in the UFC, dude. I still mm-hmm. think he has a huge learning curve, you know. And for Felipe Colares, I know he's been in close decisions. Um, was unlucky with some decisions, you know. I think the Kucheras fight he lost, in my opinion, but the Geraldo de Freitas fight could have gone his way. So um, he looked good against Luke Sanders. I remember picking him in that fight. Um yeah, I feel like, dude, if Chase Hooper can't get a finish, he will he will lose this fight. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. And I think he won't get a finish. Colares hasn't been finished in his career so far. Uh, I don't see Hooper doing it. I'm going with a decision win for Felipe Colares here, dude. Yeah, and the odds for this one opened up pretty close. It opened at minus 110 each, okay? So, I mean, people were hammering clear. I get it. I mean, I would have took him at minus 110. It's obviously a little bit inflated now, but I, I'm going to pick him to win. I mean, I think he's the better fighter for what I've seen, Marcel. Like, even this guy's losses, he's been pretty competitive in his mm-hmm. fights, you know? Like, he's and he's fought pretty good competition, too, Marcel, I think. Um, that fight with Gutierrez, then we lost, but it was pretty close. And that guy's, I think Gutierrez is one of the, the better guys that's not ranked right now. Um, I know Montel Jackson obviously beat him up, but he was durable enough to go the three rounds with that guy. He's really tough. Obviously, his wins aren't great by any means, but uh, I mean, Chase Hooper, listen. It was crazy, Marcel. I was at his debut in Vegas when he fought Daniel Tamer. I, I don't know if I've told you this. So uh, we were sitting in, in, the, in the crowd, and just me and my fiance, who was my girlfriend at the time. And then 
we were in the Chase Hooper cheering section. And this, I believe, was uh, – it was, like, one of the first fights, fourth fight of the night. It was so loud, dude. It was so loud. Like, I, I couldn't even hear anything. It was insane. And then he gets the win and destroys Daniel Tamer. Since then, though, he's looked terrible. He's looked absolutely terrible. He got that, ter- go ahead. Sorry. He got that. No, I, I interrupted you. Sorry, man. He That's got okay. that, that Hail Mary submission win over Peter Barrett. I was about remember? to say that. Like, he, you know, he didn't perform very well against Caceres, but like, that's a top 15 guy, so whatever. But Pierre Barrett was beating him, Marcel, 2 nothing, mm-hmm. and then he pulled off a miracle heel hook. Um, mm-hmm. And then, and, uh, obviously, the Steven Peterson fight. I mean, Peterson's not a bad fighter. He's decent. He's a good, like, gatekeeper type, but he got dominated, too, in that fight. So... You know, this is a different fight because Calaris is coming up in weight. We got to talk about that, Marcel. He's moving up from 135 to 145. So Chase is the bigger guy. He's longer. He's taller. He has significant reach and height advantage of five inches each. So that definitely helps. He's he's only 23 years, 22 years old. He's still improving. Oh, that's crazy. Actually, me and him have the same birthday, September 13th. How crazy is that? <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. What the hell? But I'm just saying, like, he's so young, man, that he could make some improvements. I would pass on this fight, guys. I wouldn't bet on this fight, Marcel. I'm, I'm going to pick Calaris by decision. I think he's the better fighter. But because Chase Hooper is so young and he is bigger in this fight, you know, he could potentially cause the upset, maybe get the guys back and get him in the submission or something. But like you said, he's never been subbed before, so I'm not going to assume that's going to happen in this fight very easily anyway. So Felipe Calaris by decision, but I, I, I wouldn't bet on it personally. What's up, Andrew? Claris is a former jungle fight uh, featherweight champ. Has a ton of experience in featherweight. Let's, I don't think the size will help Chase too much. I mean, I, I, I kind of agree with you. I mean, I'm just saying, like, Chase is so young that he could make some improvements. I, I doubt it, Marcel. Honestly, from what I've seen with the guy, he just doesn't seem to have a very well-rounded skill set. Like, there's no striking, really. The ground game's on, like, on his uh, – if he's getting wrestled, he doesn't look that great. But, obviously, he does have a, a strong offensive grappling game. And he's young enough that he could make improvements. That's the only reason I'm passing on it, you know? But I can't blame you guys for – if you want to bet on Claris, I don't blame you. Because I think he's the better fighter. I'm picking him to win, you know? Um, again, decision, I would say. Uh, you think he could submit Chase Hooper, Marcel? You think it's possible? I don't know. You know, it's definitely possible, but I wouldn't bet on it, you know? I think Hooper's only chance to win is by, by submission. I don't think he would win a decision in this fight. Um, so it, I think it's probably, yeah, Claris by decision. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. This one's a good fight. Jonathan Martinez versus Vince Morales. Martinez, pretty big favorite now, minus 230, Vince Morales plus 190. The line is getting up there. It opened at minus 150, so people are betting on Jonathan Martinez. What do you think, Marcel? Do you like him here, or do you like Morales the dog? I really like Morales, but I feel like Martinez is a better fighter, you know? I think Martinez is an underrated guy in the division. Um, he, he would have had a nice streak if he beat Davy Grant, but Davy Grant knocked him out, you know? Yeah. And the Andre will fight. He lost. He actually won, in my opinion. Yeah. So, and then... He only lost his debut against Andre Sukumtat, you know. But overall, all these other fights, he, he looked phenomenal in many of those fights, you know. I think he's a really big talent. And uh, I, I hope he he, he keeps show, showing his improvement because I think he's really good. For Vince Morales, he has, he has won his last two fights. Uh, devastating knockout, knockout last time against his friend, Louis Smolka, you know. Um yeah, man. I feel like, dude, I, I think Martinez wants to fight, to be really honest. Listen, I think Morales is talented, but I think Martinez is a little bit above him right now, you know, and I think Martinez uh, Martinez just looks like a legit good contender in the Bantaway division, in my opinion, you know, and uh, I'm going with Martinez. I'm not going with a finish. I think Morales is super tough. I'm going with Martinez for a decision. I think it's a pretty close fight, guys, honestly. This is another one I'm passing on completely. I'm having a hard time picking the winner. i got to be honest with you. I think it's a very close fight. Uh, initially, I was looking at Morales as an underdog, Marcel, and then, you know, I looked at the fight again, and I'm kind of leaning towards Martinez. So I kind of get where the line movement's going because I do think he's the better fighter overall. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that loss to Grant at the time, he was minus 300. It looked really bad, but it doesn't look so bad now, right, because Grant's obviously been on a roll. Um I think he's the better overall striker, but I guess gotta say though, I think the last guy said in the comments, his chin is is not great. You know, he got dropped twice by Sukumta, and then obviously Grant knocked him out. And in his last fight, guys, he was basically like styling on Perez, and then got dropped with one second left in the first round. It was kind of crazy. Um, so the chin worries me a little bit, but I think that's the only way Morales would win because I don't really think he'd win on points, because I think Martinez better overall striker, right? I think. Definitely a stand-up fight here, guys. I, I don't see it going to the ground, really. But it's going to stand and trade. And you know what's interesting? So first off, uh, Martinez uh, obviously fought Davy Grant. Davy Grant's training with Vince Morales right now, syndicate MMA. Chris Gutierrez finished Vince Morales with leg kicks. He's one of uh, Jonathan Martinez's main training partners. So 
you have some familiar familiarity there, Marcel, with the training partners, which is interesting because you know that those guys are giving them intel. Yeah, so I, sure. that's what I think is really interesting about this fight. Right now, I think it's Dogger Pass, guys, honestly, because I think the line's getting out of hand. So plus 190 on Vince Morales is, is not bad value. Um, like, I so want to pick him, but at the same time, I just think Martinez is the better overall striker. You know, I'm just worried about the chin enough that I'm, I'm passing on it. So Martinez by decision, Marcel, I'm just worried about him getting caught because I, I think Morales has legit power. Um, knocking on Smoke is not an easy thing to do, and he knocked him out pretty good. So, I mean, the guy's a pretty good striker. Um Benito Lobo, I was thinking the same thing when I was reviewing the fight. I don't know what happened to that guy. And honestly, Morales should have won that fight. You go to MMA decisions, almost all the media had him for Morales too, Marcel. So he's been competitive in his losses. That's the other thing. The guy's really good, I think, too, you know. But I'm with you, Martinez, more proven. And like you said, Marcel, had he won that fight against Ewell, which he should have, and then maybe he doesn't get knocked out by Grant, that's like an eight or nine fight win streak, right? Yeah. So He's that close to having a long win streak. The guy's good. I mean, that bantle weight, that's impressive. Yeah. It is. It's a great weight class. I think the winner is going to get a top 15 guy. Would you yeah. agree with me? Yeah. Maybe I saw Rafael Sunso's back in the top 15 guys, which yeah. with uh, Marlon Marais out. So they could fight him. All right. Let's go to the next fight here. Omar Morales. I don't think he's related to Vince, but he's fighting Euros Medic. Uh, this fight should be interesting. It's a lightweight fight. Omar Morales right now, minus 160. Euros Medic, plus 140. Your pick. Oh man, remember we were super high on Euros Medic, you know, before the fight he he had against Jalen Turner. And Jalen Turner completely surprised me kind of in that fight, you know, uh, really well. Yeah. Um, Omar Morales, he got that loss against Pierce last time out. I was kind of surprised with that one as well, how he got finished. But overall, man, I think um, that's a difficult one, man, because I think Medic has looked impressive besides that last fight. You know what I yeah. mean? And is that been like uh, just being an upset or a completely a complete off day, or wasn't it a complete? Wasn't it a complete off day? And am I overrating him a little bit? You know, I really don't know. So um, for Morales, I'm kind of like I, I don't see him as a top fifteen guy or whatever, but I see him in the in the maybe around 15 20 around there you know i think or maybe 25 15 25 i think he's there um difficult one man Maddie's can finish him you know but on the other hand morales can get a decision here so uh, and i'm going with the decision again man i'm sorry but i'm going with the decision again i think uh morales here for a decision yeah this one's tough to call for sure you know it's it's an interesting fight, like because Manage, like you said, just the first round ego is crazy, and right, like I think all his wins are by first. Maybe there's a second round in there, but like obviously he's he's insane in his first couple of minutes. Morales is pretty durable, though. I know he got finished in his last fight, but Jonathan Pierce is on a roll. Also, that was on the ground; it wasn't standing, right? Like it's not like yeah. he has a bad chin. He's been dropped once by Chikadze, but he's a tough dude, man. He's got some pretty good wins too in the UFC. Like Abraham Diaz is a solid win. Chain Young's okay. I mean, it's not great wins. Don't get me wrong. Um, you know, he's an older guy though. He's 36, right? Like he's not, people were like, he's not a prospect guys. Like he's 36. You know, he's older than me and Marcel. Yeah. Uh, it's not a prospect by any means. Uh, manage, I would say is a prospect. He's only 20, uh, 28, right? You know, listen, I know his record's padded with Alaska FC and everything, but he does train at Kings MMA now. And I think he is a pretty good fighter in it. I think Jalen Turner's legit, man. I, I don't think that's oh, yeah. a bad loss, you know? So I think he's a total wild card here. I think he could knock out Morales in the first round, just go crazy and blitz him. But I think that Morales, again, never really been finished except for like the last fight. Um, I think he's going to get, you know, tagged in the first round, maybe dropped and survive it, Marcel. And Manage will gas. And I think Morales finishes him in the second round or wow. third round. So that's the read I have on this fight. I, I, I think. I don't think this fight goes the distance. That's another. That's a bet I like in this fight. Minus two hundred. I know you said uh, Morales by decision. I, I mean Marcel. Honestly, I think Medich will gas, and I don't think he'll be able to go the full fifty minutes, just because okay. he goes so crazy in his fights. So I think the fight doesn't go the distance. I'm going to go with Morales by stoppage. Um, that's any thoughts on that, Marcel? I think it's a very. Uh, I think it's a very fun. Uh, how do you say that? Uh, Fight? <laughs> no, not a fight. How, how you say? I can't get the English word. Uh, uh, how, how you see the fight? It's a very, okay. it's a very interesting breakdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, how I see the fight going out. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, because I think Manage will go crazy in the first round. I don't think Mor like Morales is tough though. You know, he trains at Sanford. You know, I love that. Gym. I mean, they, they're like those guys are automatic lock. I'm not saying that by any means. I'm not saying he's a lock either because I think he could get finished here. That's why I like just the fight not going the distance, guys. Like I don't think it goes the three rounds. 
So that's something I like in this fight. I know some guys are like, Tristan, you're asking, uh, but that's, that's what I like. Under two and a half. I mean, I would just um, think fight doesn't go the distance, just in case. I really like the breakdown, dude. I really, I think it's a, it's a very good read, actually. Maybe, maybe, maybe I have a really good read this fight. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll, you know, I'll take a look at those round props. I don't know if they're out. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Medic round one is plus 550. I think that's the only way he wins this fight. I don't see him winning a decision. Why is that plus 550? That's dude? crazy. Because that's, that's yeah. the like, only way he wins fights. Maybe second round. Morales by second round is plus 500, third round plus 800. I mean, I'm just saying, those that's the rule so, I have in the fight, you know? So, plus five. So, they say, pretty much say, like, it's more it's more possible to Morales winning in the second round. That's kind of weird. Yeah, I know yeah, what you're saying. Really, but I mean, maybe they have the same breakdown as me, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not, listen, guys, I'm not a prop player, really, but like, I'd rather just be safe and just take doesn't fight, doesn't go with this if they get specific about it. I'm just saying, those do, those are some thoughts that stand out to me, you know. You have, you have been right many times, so I mean, true. I just like, I, I just think betting on money lines is the way to go, personally, betting straight. But I, I think there's obviously great value in props, you know. So that's the read I have in the fight. Um, great read until you're throwing the ticket to the <laughs> ground. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, I don't think it goes to decision, man. I, I think it's going to end inside the distance. Okay, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. We got Jailton Almeida against uh, Parker Porter. Um, odds on this one, Marcel. Uh, Jailton Almeida minus six hundred. Parker Porter plus four fifty. Uh, Jailton Almeida moving up in weight here to two hundred five or from two hundred five to heavyweight, Marcel. So give me your thoughts on this fight. It kind of came together short notice too. Yeah, what I've been told, he, actually, he was supposed to fight uh, Maxim Grishin, right, at light heavyweight. Uh, Grishin had uh, pulled out, and nobody wanted to step in. So and then they wanted to have uh, Parker Porter had no opponent or for this card, so uh, they asked them if they wanted to fight each other. And Jilton immediately say yes, and Parker Porter also said yes immediately. So that's why you have to fight Jilton. Go back to light heavyweight after this one. Um, he is going back. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is just a one and done because they didn't find an opponent and he wanted to fight. So um, he needs to make yeah. his ten and ten more so. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Maybe it's twelve and twelve now because he won his first fight. You're generous. <laughs> yeah, um, you know I've been super impressed by Jelton Almeida, man. You know that. I think in the contender series, he was like before the fight, he was like, "Dude, I'm the Douglas, I'm the Brazilian Khabib, and uh, I will finish this guy on the ground." And then he finishes Nasruddin Nasruddinov, undefeated Dagestani okay. guy on the ground, in the second round for submission. Uh, came in the UFC, debut against Danilo Marquez, Shogun training partner, also pretty well on the ground. Mm. Completely dominated him. Uh, got the fight, finished in the first round. Um, yeah, man, I think for Parker Porter, this is a real difficult fight, you know, because the dude is pretty... Listen, Parker Porter is actually pretty uh, movable for heavyweight, I think, you know, mm. for, for a guy from his size. Mm -hmm. Almeida is like twice as quicker, th three times quicker, I think. And, man... Um, maybe he takes him to the ground and he pounds him out as well. But I'm going for first round finish for Jilton Almeida. I'd be shocked if Porter pulls it off here, dude. I think if even with the weight class uh, going going up in the weight class, if Porter wins this fight, I'm really impressed. <clears throat> Listen, obviously I'm picking Jilton Almeida. Okay, I'm obviously going to pick him. I think we all are. Okay, the guy's an absolute monster. Um, he's looked impressive. The ground game's dominant. But this is a weird fight, man. This yeah, is a weird-ass fight. And he's moving up in weight. Parker Porter's a big heavyweight. He's a big dude. Honestly, his wrestling's pretty good. So I'm, my question is, how if this guy can't get him down? Or, like, how if he doesn't sub him in the first round, Porter's able to defend? Then what? Then this guy might gas out, and I can see Parker Porter coming on strong. Listen, I, I'm not going to pick Parker, Parker Porter, but I think the line's getting out of hand, guys, personally. Um I'm picking Jelton Amini just like everyone else here. I think he probably does get that finish, Marcel, but I wouldn't lay minus 600 on him, guys, personally. that's The more this week's gone by, I, I, I just think – at first I was like, oh, this is easy. And now I'm thinking, like, this is not as easy as it looks. Sometimes it's not as easy as it looks. You know, Parker Porter's a good fighter, Marcel. He's a bigger guy. He's, like you said, very fast for heavyweight, good boxing. But, again, you know, Amini's look like a beast. It's just a different weight class. It's kind of weird. I would like to see the weigh-in for this fight, personally. Um uh, yeah, I'd like to see the weight. I just want to see like what weight Almeida comes in at, you know? Because if he's like two twenty, you know, that's that's interesting. I think he's going to be like two forty though. Hopefully, you know, like that. Then I feel better about it. I'm just saying myself. Just say he comes in like two twenty. Like that's not huge for for a, uh, a heavyweight, you know. So I, I I saw some Instagram clips of of Almeida and. He just looked like the 205 Almeida pretty much. He didn't look big he's, or whatever. He's a big 205 though. I mean, yeah. one of the biggest 205ers. Like, I'm not surprised yeah. he's moved up here. Like, I think okay. eventually he'll probably just fight heavyweight, like when he wants to stop cutting weight. 
I think the guy's legit. He's looked amazing. I just think it's a weird fight moving up. To I eight. agree. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's minus 600 anyway. It's not like you're getting insane value. You know what I mean? So, I, I think Almeida inside the distance would be the way to go probably in this fight. Um, that's only minus 175. I don't think he would – there's no way he, he wouldn't finish Porter um, to win the fight. I don't think he'd win a decision. If anything, it would be Porter winning the decision, in my opinion, Marcel. I'm with I'm with uh, Anthony Rivera Medina. I'm, I'm with him. First year in ground and pound? Yeah. Probably. <clears throat> you don't think he could sub him? Possible, but I think he just going to punch him. I think he goes for the takedown. I think he gets a takedown. And uh, I think he punches him out. That's what I think. I just think Parker's an underrated guy, man. That's all. He, you know, oh, I don't yes, think he gets he enough is. respect at all. You know, I think I, I remember like I'm seeing his record years ago when he lost to Gonzaga and Jones, and I'm like, this guy sucks. He's not that bad, man. He's improved. And he obviously trains at a great camp. I'm just saying, like, don't don't get too disrespectful with him. He's not a complete scrub, like I, you know some of these other guys. Like you know some of the guys he's beaten actually in the UFC. He's not a I bad heavyweight. You know, what are you gonna say? I, I, f- I feel like people just. Being very high on Jilton Almeida, I'm not yeah, really I totally understand uh, dis- discrediting Bar- yeah, Parker Porter because we saw Porter doing work in the UFC so far, and besides that, that darkest fight, he has looked good so far in the UFC, in my opinion. So right. yeah, no disrespect to him at all. Yeah, so I made it round one. It's like a pick and price. I mean, that would mm-hmm. probably be the way to go. I, w- I would think he would win in the first round if he does it. Then it gets interesting. I think Marcel, you know. Same with the men. It's just it's a very similar to that the men's fight in a way. But I mean, Jilton's probably got a better cardio, I'd say, at heavyweight. He doesn't have to cut weight too. So, mm-hmm. all right, let's go to the next fight here. We got Joseph Holmes against Alan Amadovsky. Uh, Holmes minus one ninety, plus one sixty five. Amadovsky, what do you think? What I think, I wonder why the hell this is the feature prelim. Um, you know, uh, Joseph Holmes. He had that uh, that that UFC debut against Jamie Pickett, where he. Couldn't let anything go for some reason, you know. I think he's a pretty talented guy, but he couldn't let anything go. Then you have Alan Amadovsky. Yeah, I mean, Alan Amadovsky, what, what, what can we say about him, you know? Um, I, I'm not really impressed so far by him. Are you? I also think you are not. Um, not really. He, he, has been, he has looked great outside the UFC. He looked like a world beater, I remember. And then, dude, you, you get... You lost convincingly to Jutko and you got starched by fucking John Phillips, you know. So, I, I how can I pick Amadowski to, to, to do uh, Alfredo Zulino a favor, you know, my friend? Sorry, dude, you know, I'm not gonna pick Amadowski. I think Holmes has is, is a pretty good fighter, you know, he had not a great debut in the UFC, but uh, I expect him to do better in the second fight, and I, I'm going with Holmes. Uh, I'm taking him via via finish, man. I, I think Holmes can fill in, finish Amadowski. I'm going with a with a submission win in the second round for Joseph Holmes. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly wasn't impressed with him in his first fight against Pickett. I thought he looked pretty good contender. I mean, there's a lot to like about him. Obviously, he's a massive guy for this division. Six four, Marcel, eighty inch reach, only twenty six years old. I mean, I think the guy has got some potential. It's just like how how do you pick Amadowski here? Like, hasn't fought in three years. Hasn't looked good in the UFC. I guess it's kind of a weird fight again because you know just there's a there's a bit of a like X factor there more so with him being off for so long. Maybe you come and see an improved version of him, but based on what I've seen, I I, I wouldn't pick this guy in this fight. I think Holmes wins too. Marcel probably finishes him, like you said. Um, maybe just stays at range though and just outstrikes him. I could see that kind of playing out that way. And um, you know, Jocko took him down pretty easily too. Maybe this guy just gets taken down. Um, yeah, Joseph Holmes should win this fight, Marcel. So I'm with you on this one. I right, better call his uh, son Sherlock. Pardon? Oh, Sherlock Holmes? That's <laughs> so bad. I know. Okay, I, that's it for the prelims. Let's go to the main card here. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this one. Uh, let's go to this fight. Eric Anders versus Jung Young Park. And this fight right now, Jung Young Park, minus 210. Anders, plus 175. It opened at minus 110 each. So just like that uh, Calaris and Hooper fight, they, they both opened at pick and now you've seen one guy take all the money mostly. So... What's your thoughts on this one, man? Park versus Anders. I think Anders has the weirdest UFC career ever, but you go first in this one. Well, I got to be honest with you guys. I think this fight's way closer than the odds are indicating. I'm going to say that right now, Marcel. I mean, I think it's a very even fight. Like, I think the odd makers had it right when they opened it to pick them. I'm surprised there's this much confidence in Park right now. I mean, the guy's good. Don't get me wrong. Um, I think he's looked pretty good in the UFC. I know he got finished in his last fight, but it was a great fight. I mean, he was doing well in that fight, and then he got finished. Um I think he's looked pretty good. I mean, obviously, he's got a good ground game and really good wrestling and everything. 
I just think Anders matches up decently well with him, man. Honestly, like I think Anders is a big dude. I mean, I don't think that. It's just a fact. He's a huge middleweight. He's, he's got the size in this fight, three inches taller, two inches reach. He's just a big, strong guy, and I think he's going to be very hard to get to the ground. Um, I know Muniz got him down quickly. Every, that's why everyone's fading him here because they think his ground game sucks or whatever, but I don't know. I, I think that he can probably keep it standing, and on the feet, I think it'll be close, and I think Anders can be the guy pushing him against the fence, landing some big shots. Um, I'm going with Eric Anders, Marcel, as the underdog in this fight. I'm going to take him as the underdog, plus 175. I think you can win a decision in this fight, guys. I think the line is is off. I think it's a very close fight, uh, and I think it's going to go to judges' scorecards and potentially be like one of those split-type decisions. So I'll take the plus 175 on Anders and decision plus plus 350. And that's what that's the way I'm leading this fight. I have no idea what you're thinking, but you guys can throw your, your comments out there. I'm curious to hear what people think about this fight. I think it's the odds are off. I think it's closer to a pick like it initially opened. Go ahead, Marcel. Like I said, man, Anders probably one of the weirdest uh, careers in the UFC so far, you know, very inconsistent. Um, and sometimes I'm like, he really looks good, you know, and then the other fight after that is like, dude, is that the same Eric Anders I saw the last time? You know, uh, for John Young Park, I'm still not convincing John Young Park, you know, I think he's a decent fighter. Uh, that loss to Gregory Rodriguez, I don't count that really as a bad loss because I think Rodriguez is super talented. I'm likely should have still been undefeated inside the UFC so far. So, um, yeah, it's a difficult one, man. I think it will be a close fight. Um, but I also kind of favor Eric Anderson this one. Really? Okay. Reason. Yeah, I do as well. Oh, wow. So, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking him with a decision here, but I'm not convinced by far. Yeah. It's really like a 50, a 52, 48 percent kind of a thing for me in this one. I really 50 50 on this. Yeah, it's a close fight. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, Again, minus 110 seemed right to me because it's really tough to pick. Mm. But, again, I'll, I'll, there's small edges towards Anders, you know? Like, listen, there's Park has some edges in this fight, too. There's no doubt. Yeah. The guy's got good wrestling. Someone's talking about the, the Chupi fight. That's a good win, man. I mean, he took him down, controlled him really easily on the ground. Um, I do think Anders is a little bit stronger than that guy at middleweight, you know? And has better cardio, too, you know? Because I think he's, he's shown he can go three rounds at middleweight, whereas the Chupi really gassed in that third. He's back at light heavyweight now, obviously, so... That's a good win, though. Don't get me wrong. It's a solid win. Um, Anders, listen, he's he hasn't really been consistent in the UFC, Marcel, but I just think he can grind this one out. And at plus 175, I'll take it. I'll take a shot on it, guys. Uh, I'm looking at you guys' comments. Kind of People are kind of saying the same as us. Like I see some for Park and some for Anders, Marcel. It's kind of like, uh, oh, we got Anders by Nako here. Um, maybe? I mean, he's coming off a Nako loss. I don't know. I mean, I think Anders has improved a little bit the striking, but I still don't see him as like a knockout artist, Marcel, you know? I, I do like the camp change format fight ready. I think, you know, it's a good camp for him. Um, yeah, I, I kind of agree with the bottom comment here, man. It's, oh, uh, let me get that one. This one, Anders? Yeah, yeah I know. He's he's tough, man. I mean, listen, he's had some really good fights, but some disappointing ones. Like, I was in Toronto when he lost the theater. I was, like, surprised, right? So he has those fights sometimes, but I, I do think he's fought really good competition, too. I mean, his lo- guys, his losses are Muniz, Jotko, Roundtree, Theodora, which is a bad loss, Tiago Santos, and Leon Machida. And those were like in his first five fights in the UFC. I don't think his losses are bad at all, Marcel. I think they're like all top 15 guys for the most part. You mm-hmm. know, Park, meanwhile, has lost to Rodriguez and Hernandez, who are good fighters but not ranked. So, again, that's not how I really break down the fights and look at the skill here. I think it'll be a, a grinding type of decision, Marcel. I, I, I don't really see either guy getting finished. What's, what's two and a half over two and a half? Just to take a look. Minus 200. I, I don't really like that. I just I would just take an Anders here, but that's mm-hmm. my thoughts. I, I see the guy talking about Anders' uh, train, chainsaw incident. I mean, that's that's interesting. Um, I, I did hear that. I saw his interview with, with Cole. He talked about that. Um, then I saw a video of him running on a treadmill like a million miles an hour like yesterday. So, I mean, maybe that video was from before and he just put it up, Marcel, but he looked fine to me. Um, and I was surprised how fast he was running. I was like, damn, this guy's a beast. Great athlete, you know. Anyways, it's a tough fight, man. I just think it's a really close one. All right, let's I think we spent enough time on this fight, Marcel. Let's go to the next fight here. This one, uh, Pollyanna Vienna, Marcel, versus Tabitha Ricci. Option this one, very close. Minus 120 Ricci, plus 100 Vienna. So what's your thoughts? It's a difficult fight, to be honest, man, because I think Pollyanna Vienna has looked good in his last two fight, in our last two fights. But before that, was losing three. And the loss to Hannah Cyphers, dude, that, that kind of scared me back then, you know. I was like, that was that wasn't great, you know what I mean? If you look at Tabata Ricci, outside the UFC in LFA, she was a plus 
2500 yeah. favorite against a girl and a plus 1900 favorite. So, yeah. what can you say about that? You know what I mean? That she came in UFC short notice, Manon Fioro, weight class up. She lost, obviously. And last time she looked, she did pretty decent against Maria Oliveira, you know. Uh, and now she's fighting a Brazilian again. So, <laughs> it's a Brazilian fighting a Brazilian again. Um, uh, yeah, the thing is, if I have to look at styles, I think they're both pretty pretty decent on the ground, you know. But I think Poliana has the better wins on her record, and she fought the better opponent so far. So for me, Tabata Ricci, she's a talent, but she hasn't been proven yet. Poliana probably has, has fought the better opposition, but I'm also not too impressed with her, you know. But still, I'm taking Poliana here. I'm taking her via decision. But I'm not sure, dude. This is like a 50-50 one to me, and uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a competitive fight. So you're taking who are you taking again? Sorry, Oliana. Yeah, yeah, I'm going with Ricci by decision. I I okay. think their BJ is going to cancel each other out, and I think she'll just be on top more in this fight and grind it out like her last fight. Um, I know Vienna's bigger though. That's the thing. Like she's a bigger girl, four inches taller, six inches reach. I don't think the reach will come into play because I don't really see it being on the feet. I mean, that could come to play on the ground, I guess, if they're doing jiu-jitsu, which could obviously happen here. But I don't. I think Ricci's just going to kind of grind her against the fence, take her to the ground when she needs to grind out a decision more. So I don't. That's just an exciting fight. Um, I, I don't know. I just think they're, they're both good submission artists, but I think against each other, it's not going to happen. What are you going to say? Let's be honest. We all know why the UFC put this on the main card. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I mean, listen, they're both obviously really attractive women. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> I mean, that's just ob- that's staying the obvious, Marcel. Yeah. You know, I, I agree with this. I agree with you guys. You guys are saying reaching by decision. That's what I'm looking at, too. That's plus 250, I believe. Uh, yeah, it's plus 275. Holy shit. Uh, sorry, no, no, no. I actually went down. My bad. I, I went the wrong way. It, it was it was plus two fifty. Now it's gone the other way. Um, and then Vienna by decision plus two seventy five. So plus two hundred though on reaching by decision is not bad at all. Um, you know, I, I don't necessarily see a sub here. I mean, she could. It's possible because um, what's her name did it? Uh, she's Dan Dan Hardy. What's her name? I just forgot her name. Oh, Veronica Macedo. Yeah, yeah. She subbed her right, so it's possible. Yeah. I think of of the two fighters, Marcel. Who do you think is more likely to get the submission if there was one? The thing is, with Tabitha Ricci, I still don't know how good her ground game is. You know, I, I just don't know. I saw her in her fights and she looked good, but against lesser opponents, you know. Yeah. And maybe her ground game is actually better than Poliana's. And if it is, she definitely can get the submission. Do I think Poliana can get the submission over Ricci? I don't see it happen. So, yeah. no, you know, so if you ask me what's in my mind, who we'll has a more uh, clear path to win the submission. I would guess Richie, but I'm yeah. not sure. She's not proven. Yeah, to it's me a, it's an interesting fight, but I, I think I like Richie here, guys. Like you guys do. I mean, I don't. I don't. I'm not saying I, she's the, the bet of the year or anything like that, but I do favor her. And you know, it's only pick them, so that's interesting. It's the odds are pretty even, and I think she gets the job done. Grinds out the decision. Someone's asking. Glenn's asking about Vienna, but it's inside the distance. I don't see a submission prop, but that's three hundred plus three hundred if you like that, Glenn. I mean, she does have that knockout over Rebus. That's a nice win. You know, but yeah. I just think since then I haven't seen any striking whatsoever out of her. You marks like I really have it. You know, they're both ground fighters. I, I, this fight's going to the ground. I, I I think it's going to play on the, on the ground and probably see some interesting uh, positions in this fight. <laughs> I'll just say that. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. We got only a couple fights left. Chidi Andrew Kawani gets Dusko Todorovic. Odds on this for Marcel. Chidi is wow. He's really getting up there. So he opened at minus one twenty five. And people just started immediately betting him. He's minus 235 now, Marcel. So 100 cent, 110 cent swing guys in his favor. Big odd swing. And then Dusko is plus 195. What do you think about this one, man? The problem here for me is <clears throat> Dusko Todorovic had a lot of hype behind his name. I still feel like he hasn't show it to me. You know what I mean? I remember he was in the Dana White Katana series against Taddy Ash. Yeah. Dude, that, listen, man, in my opinion, that fight sucked, you know, but he won. And Dana was like, you're super talented. We're definitely going to give you a contract. And I was like, already, okay. Let's see. Then he fought Dequan Townsend, I think, in his UFC debut. And it wasn't great, but he finished him. But Dequan Townsend, let's be really honest, not really UFC material, no disrespect to the guy. Um, after that, two losses. And, and then he got the win over Maki Pitola. And Maki is also not in the UFC anymore. So... Man and and Jokuani had a, actually a pretty good Dana White contender series fight against uh, Mario Sosa. Uh, got got the win. Was and and after that we all saw the Mark Andre Barrio uh, like sixty second knockout. Crazy, you know. That was crazy. Yeah. Um, so for me is like uh, also Andrew Kouani, lots of experience outside of the UFC Bellator. 
uh, LFA, Legacy FC, former champion Legacy FC. So, man, I'm going with Anjo Kawani, and I think he finishes Todorovic, and I'm going again with a first-round finish. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, this is one of my more confident picks on the card, guys. I really like Chidi here by knockout in the first round as well. Just think Dusko's defense is bad. Uh, we saw that in a couple of his losses, Marcel Tapuna and against Rodriguez, who's getting tagged in that fight. Chidi's a great striker, and at 185, he is a better fighter than he was at 170. He doesn't have to cuddle that weight where it fucked his voice up. That's why his voice is so like deep, Marcel. You know? I love this voice, dude. I love it too. I'm just, but he said that. You heard that too, right? Yeah. He screwed it up because of all the weight cutting. So, I, I mean, I think it's pretty cool. But, yeah, I mean, the guy – listen, I have so much respect for this guy because he's been fighting for 15 years, Marcel. He's been a pro since 2007. I mean, that's a long time to be fighting. And it took him so fucking long to get to the UFC. And he just had that incredible fight. I mean, it didn't last long, but knocking out Barrio is impressive, man. No one's knocked Barrio out before. It's the first time anyone has Marcel. That's super impressive. Yeah. He looked great against Souza on the Contender Series. I think his ground game's better. I think his striking's better. I, I, this is a to me, this is a bad matchup for Dusko. Um, I do not see him winning this fight at all. I, I think Chidi by knockout in the first round, Marcel. I feel pretty good about it, guys. Uh, I wish the odds were lower. It opened at minus one twenty-five. People were hammering that. I don't blame them because they opened it too low. Um, you know, Dusko's uh, not a bad fighter, but this is not a good fight for him. I don't think, guys. Anthony Andrew Kwani, or it's not Anthony, excuse me, Chidi Andrew Kwani, first round, plus 300. That's something to look at. And then inside the distance, plus 110. Go ahead. I was shocked when I saw Anthony Andrew Kwani and Chidi's corner. And dude looks young. And then I look, he's 42 already, dude. I was like, yeah. wow, dude, he's already 42. I remember when he was was kind of a, uh, a good prospect, remember, in the UFC and in the yeah. WEC even. So, uh, yeah, I was shocked he was already 42. So. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just getting Tristan saying he really likes Dusk, uh, Dusko. Man, remember when you really liked Barrio too, man? I remember that. You came here on Monday morning, you're like, oh, man, I should listen to you about Chidi. Listen to me this time. I I, I feel good about him getting the knock with him, so I, I like him a lot. I, I feel like it's like Grant for Smoker last week. That was a confident pick for me. This is a pretty confident pick for me. What do you say? I, Eight Loco says, makes you wonder why he was on the UFC radar before. I think Bellator. probably because he was in Bellator and yeah. they have to pay a, a more money, you know, and if they can yeah. get him via the Contender Series, they only have to give him 10 plus 10, you know? I hope he's making more than that. Like, I because, hope so too, but... Because he's put the years in. I just have so much respect for these guys that are grinders mm -hmm. and they've grinded their way. Like, this guy's been fighting forever. He has good wins on his resume from before the UFC, Marcel. He yeah. has some really good wins. Like, he, it's not like this guy is inexperienced, you know? Like, Definitely yeah, he's, not. and he's, I think he's in the prime of his career. You know what's crazy? I really liked his brother back in the day. By the way, I was going to say, he has a knockout win over Andre Fialo. He has a decision win over Max Griffin. Um, those are gr those are great wins. <laughs> those are fucking great wins. He has a knockout win over Alan Juban from 10 years ago when Juban was really good. This guy's really good, and he's been good for a long time, and I'm glad he's in the UFC now because he's a, he's a fun guy to watch, Marcel. The striking is very good. What are you going to say? Did, didn't he lost to Fiala or he won against Fiala? Knocked right? him out, dude. Yeah, yeah, knocked, yeah, I'm, seconds. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, he won. Sorry, yeah. No, I, I, I like, I like Chidi. Um, someone's asking, what do you like more, Chidi plus? I mean, listen, I just like him at, at the money line, like I said, but um, if I had to pick that, mm, listen, I would just take him inside the distance, probably. It's plus 110. It's an off, it's a different option, but I think that plus 300 in the first round has got value. It could come in the second round, though, you know. Um, I don't think Chidi or Dusko will survive this fight, though. So I just think the defense is not good, you know, and it's going to – a good striker like this can, can capitalize on it and get the knockout. And, um, yeah, I was going to say, I really liked his brother back in the day, Anthony Anjaquani. Man, he had some fun fights to watch, man, like way back in the day. Um, he actually that, just recently fought for Eagle FC. What are you going to say? Yeah. Remember that kick against Hordesky? Yeah, dude, of course oh. I remember that. I mean, Hordesky was one of the better fighters from Canada, and he turned yeah. his back for some reason, which you never do in a fight. And I think since that happened, people do not really turn their backs in fights anymore. Yeah. Like, it's one of the worst things you could do, like basically giving up. So, yeah, and standing up on me on the ground means bad to you, but you can at least, you know, wiggle your way out of it. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. Uh, we got Santiago Ponzinibbio against Michelle Perea. Uh main event. Yeah, it should be. I wish it was the five-round main event. I really do, guys. All right, so this fight, uh, minus 125 for Perea, plus 105 for Ponte Mibio. What do you think? Yeah, it's a really difficult fight. For me, this is a coin flip. You know, looking at uh, both guys, I think Ponte Nibio, uh, he had a bad comeback, remember, after uh, his layoff uh, against Li Jingliang. After that, picked it, picked it up great the uh, fight of the night against Miguel Baeza. And last time out, he lost to Jeff Neal, but still was competitive, you know, but he lost. Pereira, um, 
yeah, he started very well in the UFC against Danny Roberts. Um, and then with his crazy saltos and his crazy uh, whatever, he lost to Tristan Connolly, completely gassed. Got that weird loss against Diego Sanchez with that uh, illegal knee. And uh, then he turned around again with uh, Zalim Nadaev, uh, where we submit him, or at least he was winning the fight. He was trying to submit him. And Chris Toyoni thought uh, that he tapped out. Well, he really didn't tap out, but it didn't make sense. Um, but Pereira lately, I think he looked good. You know, he got Fialo. He was also kind of gassed, but the thing was Fialo was also gassed, and he still was better in that fight besides the first round. Thing is, I think Ponzinibbio can go a hard three rounds. You know what I mean? And I think Michel Pereira is still dealing with some of his kind of a flaky cardio. You know, sometimes good. Sometimes it's like three rounds. He has difficulties. So if he wants to win Pereira, I think he has to finish here. And I don't think he finishes Ponzinibbio, man. So I'm going with a decision win for Santiago here. Oh, you are? Okay, there you go. So we'll have a different one in this one. I'm leaning towards Pereira in this one, guys. I think it'll be a very close fight. Just see some edges for him. I mean, he's, he is the younger guy by um, seven years. I mean, that's significant. I think he is very experienced. They're both very experienced. I mean, that, that kind of cancels each other out. Um, but I just think he's going to have a bit of a speed difference in this fight. I, I think that uh, – and I just like the fact that he's been fighting smarter. Because, um, man, some of the first call fights were just making really bad decisions. Like the Sanchez fight with the illegal knee. The Conley fight just gassing out and doing those stupid – was he doing a backflip and all this stuff like in the first round, gassed himself out against a featherweight? It was really dumb. But I think he's looked great at the last couple of fights. He looked like that Fiala win looks really good right now by decision. Um, Chaos Williams win is a good win. You know, he's been fighting well. Um, Ponzinibbio, like he's great too. I mean, listen, like the Jeff Neal fight could have won either way. He beat Baeza. Jiggly Ang fight, I mean, like, came off a long layoff. He's looked great overall in the UFC. I mean, I've, I've bet on him a lot. But I just think he's getting up there in age now. And against Perea, I think it's going to be a, a tough fight for him. Man. I think Perea is going to stick and move and win a decision. So you like him by decision too, Ponzinibbio? Is that yeah, yeah, by decision. Yeah. I think he goes the distance too. I mean, that's kind of what I like here. That's only minus 180. That's that's lower than I thought. I thought it would be like minus 250. I don't really see a finish in this fight, Marcel. I know that they both been finished. But I'm going with Michelle Perea, man, by decision. So any any thoughts on like the decision prop, like going to decision over two and a half rounds? you like that? Yeah, definitely. I think in a decision. I don't think either one will fight, will finish each other. So, yeah, I think it will be a violent fight, but a violent fight for fifteen minutes. I think it'll look like Fialo's fight with Pereira or Ponzinibbio's fight with Neil, just close competitive fights, but Pereira edges them out or one of them even fight. You don't, you guys know what I'm saying. Okay, let's go to the last fight here. We're going to the main event: Holly Holm versus Caitlin Vieira. Marcel, Marcel, I know you're really excited for this fight, man. Like, oh honestly. god! Like, here's the thing. Listen. Holly Holm, obviously, is a big name. I get it. They're trying to yeah. get maybe Caitlin Vieira a title shot. If she wins, she probably gets it or something like that after Amanda. Um, I just wish this fight wasn't the main event because I just <laughs> don't really see an exciting fight here. I feel like it's just not going to be play out exciting. Um, I would have I would have preferred Ponzinibbio and Pereira for five rounds. I really would have, Marcel. I think that fight could have used five rounds because I think it goes to the decision. And I think, Marcel, in that fight, if you went to the fourth or fifth, you could have seen a finish, I think, you know? I mean, listen, I get it. Holm is – I guess I'll start first with the breakdown or so. Were you going to say something? Check, check what they did with Holly on the poster, man. I mean, they didn't do her any favors. Yeah. You know, she, she she doesn't look like that, you know. Yeah. So, I'll, anyways, let me start it off this one. Um, I think Holm wins the decision here, you know. I think she's <laughs> she's the better striker by far, obviously. Um, and Vieira, I just – I know she's made some improvements in the striking. I, I just don't see being Tate on the feet as a great win. But she does have a path to victory if she can get the fight to the ground. You know, I just don't really see it happening consistently. Um, Holm is pretty good takedown defense. I mean, the wins, the last two wins are really good against Aldana and Pennington. Marcel, she she won every round against Aldana. That's a very good win. And the Pennington win, she won every round against her too. Those girls are really good. So the problem is it's almost two years ago. That's the problem I have here, you know. That's why I'm not more confident here. But I still think she wins the fight. And... I'll say right here, I, I, I like her by decision at plus 100. I don't know what you think about that, Marcel. I think that's the way to go here. I have no idea what you think, but I, I think she's going to outpoint her. I think it's going to look kind of like the Aldana fight or like uh, some of the other fights she's had and just kind of stick and move and, and a lot of hot, hot and stuff like that. And we'll see. I mean, Vieira's cardio is not very good, so maybe she does get finished late. But I, I see a decision for her, and that's, again, plus 100. I think, that's, I think that would be the way to go, personally. And I think because she's been off for so long, she'll probably want to get some ring time in if she can. So that's the way I see it going. Um, 
don't really like Vera here. She does have a path to victory with takedowns if she can get them, but I don't think she'll be getting Holly Holm down too easily. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on this one. So I want to hear your thoughts now. Bro, I got even fucking bored thinking about this fight. Um, Holm obviously going to win this fight, and it's, she wins the fight via decision. She's going to outpoint Catlin Fiera. She's much more technical, much better striker. Yeah, she's going to win uh, the fight. I don't know what yeah. I'm saying earlier. Yeah, I, I like her here too. Um, it's, yeah, I don't see. I still don't see a path for Vieira to win here. To be you really have honest. to get her down and yeah, do it for two or for three rounds, and I don't really see that happening, right? No, I don't think she. she I mean, she could she, stop home. I guess that'd be the way she could win, right? Listen, man, she even had but, difficulties with Misha Tate, you know, know, and I, I know. and Holm is, in my opinion, still more in a prime than Misha Tate oh, is, yeah. you know. So, I agree. Even though she's forty, uh, I agree. I think yeah. she's still in good shape and everything. Yeah, so I'm with you. Holly won by decision. That's that's what I like more, though. You know. Again, even money. I see someone saying they stop it, maybe, but I think it goes a distance. And I'm just not too excited to think about this fight, guys. Honestly, that, like, <laughs> if it was three rounds, whatever. But does it need? Like, I'm just saying, like, there's so many fights that should be five rounds. Yeah. Ah, uh, the striking levels to agree. I agree. Mirror of the Aldana fight. That's what I think too. Kind of sad. I missed home at 200. Yeah, it's getting up there. That's what I'm saying, Tristan. I just think you know the. There's not like true value anymore. My, my 245. She's obviously the pick, though. You know what I mean? But yeah, she actually opened at minus 210. So yeah, it's gone up a little bit. Home is a parlay piece. Hey, grateful dude. Yeah, what's up, buddy? Um, I think so too. I mean, maybe if you like parlays, you could do her. Let me just see here. You could do home and uh, who was another? A cheaty. I mean, they sh- that's even money. I just checked, guys. That's even money. If you like parlays, I mean that right, Marcel, you like them too, a eh? home and cheaty. That's yeah, you get even money on your money. That's great. And if you added Jailton, which you should win, obviously, 30 more cents, so plus 134. I'm just saying, like, those those are three of my more confident picks on this card. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I like home to win, guys. She 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 should win the decision in this fight. What's up, Dixon? Home's gonna run around and hiss hiss her way to decision, but it is her first fight in a small cage. That's true, actually. I didn't think about that. Um I always think about it when I'm breaking down the fights, but I, I don't know if it really changes my, my breakdown of this fight. You know, only actually, I think it would help Caitlin more, if anything, in the small cage, right? With the grappling. Uh, I think grapplers do get favored in that cage, but I still think home is going to be fast enough just to move around. And yeah, I, you're right, though. I mean, if it was in the bigger cage, you'd probably feel even better about it, right? So yeah, I don't, I'm with this guy, too. Don't, like, I, like I've been saying, guys, there's been a lot of upsets in women's MMA fights lately. There has been more so, you know, this year. Um, so. It feels like the, the market doesn't have as great of a read on the women's fights, but at the same time, I mean, I think we both know these fighters pretty well. You know, we both know what they're good at, what they're not good at. And home should match up well, but I'm just saying the layoff is, you know, something to think about. You know, Marcel, like, and her age. Thanks for making the card clear to me, guys, before the show, before the show I was confused how to play it. I mean, hopefully we helped you out, man. I mean, we're doing the research here. We, you know, but again, at the end of the day, we're not in control of the fights. You know, the two fighters in the cage and the referee and the judges. <laughs> They're the ones that control of it, Marcel. We the judges, our, yeah. Yeah, the judges, <laughs> right? Those fuckers. That's that's it, though. Though We give our opinion. Um, Anything else for this card? you want to move on to do Eagle FC quickly? Yeah, let's move on, dude. Yeah. We're just going to take a quick look at UFC 47, guys. So with this card... Um, we don't have odds for right now, I don't believe. I'm gonna check right now, but I don't, I don't, I don't think so yet. I was looking for them all week. Um, they'll probably drop like tonight or something after we record the record the podcast. Um, let's talk about it really fast, Marcel. So just your thoughts on a couple of the fights. It's actually not a bad card. Um, Junior Santos versus Jorgen DeCastro. Who do you like in this fight, Marcel? Can you can you put it up on screen so sure. people can watch for this? Um, yeah, I, I I'm probably still gonna pick Junior Dos Santos, dude. I I know uh, Jorgen DeCastro. Ain't a bad guy, you know, but I still feel Junior should be able to win the fight. Yeah. He should win. I was talking to a buddy of mine. He's probably going to listen to this later, uh, Art. And we were talking about the line and what we think it will be. We both think it would be like around, you know, between minus 200 and minus 300 for JDS, probably close to minus 300. He thinks that there could be value in the Castro because JDS is declining. But after I saw Castro get knocked out by Jarges Daniel Marcel, how could I pick this guy? You know what I mean? Against mm-hmm. JDS. I know JDS is on the decline, guys. Like, he's, his chin is gone. That's what I'm worried about. His chin's gone, right? But, again, look at the losses. Literally, like, four of the best, what, ten guys? Doesn't mean that that he's completely shot yet. I, I go with JDS first. So I, think, I think he knocks the caster out. That's what I think. Someone just said uh, it's like a UFC card from eight years ago. It is. Because look at this fight. This could have easily been uh, in the UFC. Tiago Silva with Hector Lombard. What do you think about this one, man? This is interesting. Light heavyweight fight, so Hector's going to be a lot smaller, I'm assuming. Any thoughts? I always like Thiago Silva, man. He's crazy. Dude, dude, dude. Yeah. when he used to do that, I was yeah. like freaked out. That's when I first started getting in like, MMA. 
who used to do that, Marcel, when he was undefeated. Holy shit, he was a scary guy, man. Very scary I, dude. I, I always watch this fight. I, I know I always liked him. My dad didn't like him at all. Right. So uh, we always, uh, in the, <laughs> uh, how do you say that, uh, in, uh, talking about it? Right. I think, I don't know how he still fights. You know, it's difficult to say, you know. It, listen, if you, and this, this this doesn't look good at all, you know. And Hector hasn't fought But since, he fought bare knuckle, though. Bare knuckle. Yeah. And, yeah, bare knuckle. But yeah, bare knuckle isn't that amazing to me, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, these wins are not bad in Barry Knuckle. Joe Riggs is tough dude. He knocked out Cannell Grove. I don't know, man. This is a coin flip fight. Like, I'm curious to see what the odds are on this one, guys. I see a close fight. I mean, they could both get knocked out. I don't see it going the distance. But, like, still doesn't fought in three years. Has he even did in Barry Knuckle himself? No. He had a kickboxer in 2017. No. He hasn't fought in three years. Like, what Tiago Silva going to get? And the guy wasn't very good at the end of his career. I mean, he's going to have a size advantage, I'm assuming, though. What is he? 6'1", 75-inch reach compared to what for Lombard. 5'9 with 71. It's not as big as I thought, the difference. Um, who are you leaning towards in this fight if you had to pick? I've, I've had a gun uh, to the so, head. So, so All right, so I'll go with Hector Lombard then. I'll take Lombard, okay. guys. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, Eagle's not drug testing. Is that, is that true, Marcel? They're not drug testing? <laughs> I have no idea, to be really honest. I don't know. Let me let me look at this on Tapology because I don't know who this guy is, this Doug Usher guy. But yeah, Mackie Batolo is fighting Doug Usher. I don't even know who the other guy, other guy is. I know Patolo just got a win recently um, against Fernando Gonzalez, but obviously he had a tough run in the UFC. One in, actually, one in five. That's not very good at all. Fought some pretty tough dudes, but some guys just should have beaten. Doug Usher, not 39 years old, but look how many wins he's had in a row, though. Yeah. He's been fighting for the yeah. NFC promotion, that, that uh, best fight picks by Dan. He, he had uh, also a fight at Road 1, I think, Road to M1, I think. Oh, he did? Okay, yeah, yeah. he did right here. I yeah, yeah, main, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Who are you liking this one? Huh. Yeah. Struggled. <laughs> um, <Stupid topology. laughs> uh, yeah, difficult, man. I, I would still probably favor Maki Pitolo, although Doug yeah. Asher has a really nice streak going, you know. He does have a nice streak. I, I honestly don't know who this guy is, so I'd have to like do some more research on him. But uh, I don't think Pitolo is great. And I actually bet on him quite a few times in the UFC. And he did not really pan out for me, except for that one fight with Bird. So. He should win, Marcel. He's the younger guy, and he's very powerful and good, good wrestling. But he's he's one of those guys that loses fights for himself, Marcel. Like that fight with Julian Marquez, he could have easily won that fight, and he just gave it up basically late. Um, Andrew Sanchez and Gabriel Checo. Any thoughts on this one? Um, yeah, Andrew Sanchez. Like, win. yeah, listen, great. Gabriel Checo is a guy who I really long had my eyes on. us like he's pretty, he's pretty decent, you know. He's not bad. No, but he has some weird ass wins uh, losses dude lately. Jordan White. Uh, yeah, for example, but also Rashad Evans. Oh man, that's not good. Yeah, that's uh, not good. Yeah, a lot of grappling, you know, a lot of grappling. But, he's uh, not too bad, honestly. He's oh, kind he is an underrated guy, I think. You know, like if you don't know who he is, he's actually not a bad fighter. But I, I remember when he fought Jordan Wright, and I'm pretty sure Wright out wrestled him in that fight. Yeah, Wright got signed by the UFC after that, I think. Right, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. That was, the first round, I believe, he's wrestling him. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Sanchez should win, but again, he's the guy that gasses on that third run every time, Marcel. You don't know about this dude's chin at all. I do not trust his chin and his cardio. A couple other fights. Ahmed Aliyev versus Horcher. He's a PFL dude, I think. Was he a PFL yeah. guy? Yeah. I mean, he lost to some good guys there, obviously. I mean, he should win, I would say. Horcher's not very good. You like Aliyev? Yeah, Horcher was pretty known for that uh, Habib fight. Yeah, right? I know. He took it on short notice. Yeah. Uh, Islam Mamadov and Zach Zane. I mean, Mamadov should be a huge favorite. Right? Oh, yeah. I mean, this Zach I would have to look at this fight. Zach Zane's Dude. not UFC. Or he's, not, this is, he's not even Eagle FC caliber. <laughs> Bro, Zane was first supposed to fight Tufik Musayev. Oh, man. Then didn't, and then he was supposed to fight Luis Pena, and he lost that one recently. Mamadov wins. Mamadov wins. He had that fight with, was it Benson? Yeah. He, yeah. Honestly, he could have won that fight. It was very close. He's not a very exciting guy, Mark. So he's a boring no. fighter, but he'll win the fight. Ronnie Marks and Reggie Pena. I mean, I got to look at Reggie Pena right now because Ronnie Marks is not good anymore. Reggie Pena's got a lot of knockouts, Marcel. You think you can knock him out? It's possible. He's man. a lot of experience too. I think you can knock him out, Marcel. Man, Ronnie Marks is not good anymore. I know he had a couple wins here, guys, against some you know really bad fighters, but the amount of knockout losses, a lot of knockout losses, Marcel. I don't trust him. I really don't. So you know they really, they really love him in Brazil. They call him Honey. Sorry, Honey Marks. Yeah, that's no, but I have the same problem. I always also say Runny Marks. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound Brazilian, you know, Portuguese. So, a few other honey. few other fights for you guys: Alexander Diomeda versus Roosevelt Roberts. I mean, they're, it's pretty closely matched. Roberts really struggled, I think, in the UFC. Yeah, he um, did. They pick up a win recently, but I 
you know, don't trust him anymore. Al- the Almeida, a PFL guy as well, mm-hmm. had some tough fights too in there, but some losses you sort of had. Like losing it twice to Steven Styler is not a very good look. I-, I guess Roberts, I would lean a little bit, but not it's not strong lean. Any thoughts? I would say Roberts as well, but I'm also not sure. Sean Soriano, another guy who's been cut from the UFC against Paul Silva. I mean, I have to look at Silva right away because I'm Sean Soriano is not great. You're taking him? I'm taking Soriano, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're taking Soriano. Okay, yeah. I don't. Okay, this guy's not great either. Yeah. He, I mean, Soriano, he beats like everyone who's not in the UFC, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple other fights. Addy Alic versus Sean Bunch. Uh, Alic, I think he's fought some pretty good guys recently. Yeah, he has some like UFC. Not Yeah, like Danny Chavez, he fought him. Uber Rivera, some, some notable uh, fights. Bunch is AKA, right? Yeah, Bunch isn't he's the older guy. He's 39 years old. Um, he's coming off two wins. He probably wins this fight still more so. I don't think this I would guy, say so as well. Yeah. yeah, I don't think this guy's that great, but I'm just saying, like, he's 39, so he's a Sanford guy, the Alex guy. And last fight here, Dylan Mantella versus Dennis Hughes. I don't really know these guys actually um at all, to be honest with you. Four and two, he's called the quiet man, coming off two straight losses. Surprised he's even in uh this promotion. Dennis Hughes, seven four. I don't know if he's related to Matt. <laughs> He's a P- he, oh, he just fought the PFL challengers and lost. Oh, yeah. Pick your poison here, guys. I mean, I oh, they fought before. Okay, they've already fought. Um, they fought in ring combat two years ago, and uh, Mantello won the fight. I guess I'd have to pick them again. Then I'm just, <laughs> just randomly. I don't really know who they are, though. I gotta be honest with you guys. Anything else for so? No, that, that's it. You know, I think you said most of the things, and uh, yeah, let's cancel this. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, just hit the hour. Just want to get a couple of comments. Hey, Marcus, what's up? Good show today. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. We'll talk about this quickly. Yeah, Gillespie got booted from rankings. And we, listen, we talked about this like a month ago. Remember I said this guy shouldn't be in the rankings blocking everyone? Yeah. I'm glad he's gone. He doesn't want to take fights. Me I'm too. glad he's gone. He's a great fighter. But like, you, you can't be you saw choosing your fight. Yeah, I saw his tweet. They don't make sense. Because now, guess what? He's unranked. And Nobody wants to fight him. The guy who beat him, Diego Ferreira, is now ranked. And Diego is going to be like, I don't want to fight you in a rematch. I don't have to because I'm ranked. So I don't. I don't see what good he did by turning down these fights. He should have fought Fiziev or who else was available. I mean, who who else was he offered? Armand. Armand. Armand was available. That was the fight. Gamrot was available. Gamrot, back then. and he, he turned them down, right? Yeah. That's lame. Why did he turn them down? He made a mistake, guys. And I think a guy like him is he's in his mid thirties. And by the way, he only has one win in the last three years, right? So I mean, it's not like he's been you know lighting the world on fire. He listen. He's obviously got amazing wrestling. Amazing yeah. wrestling. We all know that. His grounding was incredible. I personally love watching the guy, but I think he who's, made a mistake, Marcel. Who's managing him? You know, no uh, maybe he manages himself. I don't know. I mean, is it, I is would it say, <laughs> I have really no idea, man. I would say to him, like, dude, you're going to get kicked out of the rankings if you don't fight somebody within the year. You see, he fought uh, like exa- almost exactly a year so yeah. ago. So he got kicked out of the rankings. It's a deserved kick out of the rankings. You know, if you turn down fights against against guys who are actually still ranked but a little bit behind you and dude i think at a certain moment he was ranked number eight because certain guys went to other divisions or they'd retired so like dude yeah it's not the right way you know he he, he's really screwed his career up man i'm telling you right now because he's pissed off the ufc to the point where they did take him out of the rankings there's guys that fought longer than him they're still in there honestly marcel 35 years old marcel 35 has fought one time since 2019 guys like that's not good. He's such a great fighter, but why isn't the UFC release him? It's not like he's bringing a lot of eyes as a, uh, to the to the I guess to the television. Um, I mean, he's a good fighter. Like, why let Delator take him? Right. So, but at the same time, I mean, I don't really understand what the guy's doing. I've asked this question on other podcasts. Wonder what you guys are paying. Why the twenty five foot cage can't stand the fact back and forth? Okay, so the twenty five foot cage is only used on uh, at the apex. It's not used anywhere else. Um, on tough, it's used as well. Obviously, that's at the apex. The old, uh, the old UFC gym, I think, had the 25-foot cage, but the pay-per-views are the big cage, and most fight nights are in the big well, cage. I, I agree with them. You know, why is that? Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird because it's like, listen, I get it. Like, in most sports, the playing surface is the same. I mean, baseball is the one exception, right, where it's a little different, each one. But in soccer, the pitch is always the same. Or football, yeah. So American football, hockey. Well, actually, you know, in hockey, they, they have, do have different rink sizes. Uh, I believe the Olympic rink is a little bit bigger. So, some sports do have slightly, but you're right. I mean, the other thing is it's not known. Like, no one really necessarily knows sometimes. Now we know, but I think earlier on, um, football, if they play in two different fields, that'd be odd. I mean, it's true, but baseball, they literally play in 30 different size fields. Um, and then hockey, like I said, I believe the Olympic rink is slightly bigger, if I'm not mistaken. So I know what you're saying, man. I agree with you. I mean, I, I personally think it'd be great if they just did it in one, in the small cage. I think the small cage is better, you know, or so. 
I, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's a fact it leads to more finishes. Like it's like four or five percent more. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I prefer the smaller cage personally, but you know, in a big arena, it's hard to see into it. So they have to have a bigger cage. Any, any thoughts on that? I agree with you in this. Yeah. Ah. Gillespie or Dawson. I mean, I, I would watch it, but Grant Gillespie's not accepting that fight. I mean, he turned down guys in the top 50. I don't really know what he's waiting for, honestly. Maybe he has to fight him or else he'll get cut. Not tomorrow. They look, we'll do next week. I'll talk about that in a few minutes. Let's just get a few more comments. We're still going to get out here. past the hour here, guys. Yeah. Um, he did make a giant mistake, John. Hey, how's it going, buddy? Um, you think Tapuria fight news? Yeah, we talked about it yesterday. I guess he missed it, eh? He must have missed the show. Yeah, and Eight Loco also missed the show because he's saying, like, is he returning to Featherweight? Yes, yeah, you guys missed the show. You got to go back to watch yesterday's <laughs> show. Tapuria versus Barboza. Hmm. Oh, would be a cool fight. Be yeah. a good fight. Wink, wink. I mean, we'll see. I mean, that could be the fight. Wink, wink. I mean, we don't know. We don't know, guys. Um, but honestly, like, whoever he fights is going to have a problem, I think, because this guy's a beast at 145, Marcel. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Barboza or if it's like Burgos or one of those other guys in the bottom half of the top 15. But, you know, I think he's going to be a top five guy in the next year. I, I You like him too, right? At yeah, he's great. Really at 155, did you like him as much or no? Ooh, he, he had a difficult first round, remember? That's what I'm saying, right? Uh, like, yeah, with the, yeah. I think the size difference was Try. eventually when you move up, the skill, yeah. you know, it's still <laughs> similar, but the size takes over. Um, I think that's it, though. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Not really. Yeah. To prove so deep, I mean, that's a good fight too. I would watch that one as well. Great show. And thanks for this. I hey, appreciate that, buddy. Thank you. Okay, so we got to get out of here. So next week, I'm actually, it's going to be a little bit of a slightly different week. Um, we'll, we're going to do the podcast at uh, earlier in the day. So I'm, I'm thinking like 9 a.m. my time, Monday and Tuesday. It's just going to have a work trip next week. So my, my uh, hours are a little different, Marcel. So I don't know if that's, that's 3 p.m. Eastern. Does that work for you, Marcel, next next week? We make it work, dude. No worries. Yeah, no problem. So I'll just tweet it out. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a little different next week, guys. So I just wanted to mention that just because I'm going away for a couple of days. But I want I still want to do the podcast with Marcel. So I'm going to do it before I get my flight. And then, and yeah, so. And also the, the, two, the Tuesday uh, podcast, we, we don't have anything to break down. For yeah, we'll do week. Q&A and we'll do yeah. um, like fight announcements or whatever. So we'll do that. So that'll be next week. And then the week after is normal. And then the week after that, I'm going on a couple of weeks vacation. I, I said this uh, the other day. I'm going away for two weeks. So. I still want to do the show, so we're probably going to do it like Sunday before I go away. And then when I'm on my trip, I might do it solo by myself. It'd be harder, I think, for me to coordinate with myself. We'll see. But I might do a solo one talking about uh, like recapping that 275 card. But we're going to recap, we're going to preview that show on the Sunday before I leave. So it's going to be a man for me, it's going to be really busy in a couple weeks. I'm telling you that right now. I got a lot of trips coming up, which is good because I want to get out of here for a bit, but it's going to be very busy. I just yeah. don't want to not do the podcast. I love doing the podcast. You know yeah, I mean? we'll work, we will work it out, dude. I mean, you know, it's it's we'll be okay. We will post it on our Twitters. So, yeah, if you want to watch, keep our Twitters. Uh, keep keep checking our Twitters, and uh, we will post it for sure, man. And the times and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, I agree. Okay, Marcel, plug your stuff. Let's get out of here, my friend. Big Marcel twenty four Twitter Instagram. It's still the same as yesterday, and uh, Eurosport.nl, the mixed martial arts section. Okay, I'm on Twitter at mmadamartin. You guys can follow me there if you want. Uh, podcast at mmadamartin.com. It's on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, all those places. Anywhere you guys listen to podcasts is there. I always post the like the audio version after, so you guys can download it if you want to if you missed the the, the, uh, the live video. But I like doing the, the video because we get to like talk to you guys too and interact. Um, bets, bets for bookies.com will be out tomorrow for this card, so I'll have three bets up. And Miami News got some news there. But like I said, it's going to be a couple, crazy couple of weeks for me, guys. But I just like doing the podcast a lot, and I don't really want to necessarily miss out on it. So we're going to make it work. Um, just bear with us, but it's going to be a lot of fun. All right, Marcel, get, uh, we'll get out of here, and I'll see you next uh, Monday, for, my friend. And, hey, I'll see you guys. And I appreciate all the comments here. Uh, no worries, guys. I mean, I, I love doing the show. You know, I really enjoy the interaction. You know, I don't necessarily have to do this show anymore. You know what I mean? I have a really good full-time job now, but I just really love doing this, Marcel. I've passed before, Phil, and I know you do too. And for me, Guys, it's one of my favorite hours of the week, honestly. You know, it's it's a lot of fun. So anyways, I'll see you guys later. We'll be back next one.